Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Okay, hello everybody. We are back uh, for another episode of Always Almost There, day after show live. Hello, hello, hello. Day after a show that I was at. It's pretty exciting. First time. Uh, is this the first time one of us has been at a show and then is on the day after? Yeah, yeah. So. We We're talking just, lives. Yeah, yeah. Because we just started doing this. Yeah, but no. But D was at a show, but he uh, missed the day after. But he's different. Anyway. Yeah. Last night was so much fun. Very, very excited to dig in. Um, we have a very special guest, my father, uh, who will be on uh, shortly. Uh, before we get started, as always, uh, a word from our sponsor. Uh, today's episode of Always Almost There is sponsored by Avergio Wellness. Avergio Functional Mushrooms are here to help right now, whether you are gearing up for a show, going to sleep afterwards, or recovering and restoring the day after. With a wide range of health benefits, Avergio mushrooms help you make the most out of the moment through the ancient healing properties in their highly potent fruiting bodies. The organic certified therapeutic potency and their planet positive refill system are two of the many standout reasons that Avergio is my choice supplement. Be clear, chill, balanced, energized, protected, focused, and calm in the moment with Avergio mushrooms. Use code STORMSOUND15 for 15% off your order, available to ship anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. So last night was so much fun. Um, I'm ready to talk about it. I think my dad's ready to talk about it. I think we just bring yeah, him on. Bring him on. Bring him on. Jump hello, right Rob. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome to Always Almost There. We're very excited to have you on for the first time. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you so much um, for for being on, Rob. I, I did, and I just want to say something real quick. I just want to give props um, to Rob. Just you know, raising your boy. I mean, you know. You've got an intelligent, funny, musically talented, you know, on his on his way to becoming a, a true gentleman. Um, but enough about Andy. Uh, let's start to talk ah, about the show last night. Good one. I was waiting for it. Put a bum. Very good. well played. Very well played. Well, well I take uh, I take very little credit for for that. Ryan Ryan is him. He's you take all the credit for Andy, but. That's, that's all you well anyway so yeah last night was fun um you know we got to stubs uh a while before doors hanging out in line um which was cool venues uh interesting because it's basically just like a dirt pit behind a restaurant um sounds like awesome yep yeah and so but we, we had a great spot we were on the soundboard rail so directly in front uh of getty and sam at front of house which perfect sound and because there's no incline at least in the in the close-up area um it's harder to see over everybody's heads but we were able to like hop up and sit on the the rail fence that was right behind us so we're able to see over everyone and get a good view which was nice and had the added benefit once you were up higher of the sound being significantly better Mm -hmm. 
there's nobody blocking the way. So tell us more about the venue. What, what was it like? Yeah. Aside from being a dirt pit with no incline, what, what else? <laughs> what else did you see there? So the stage kind of had a canopy over top of it, and um, it almost looked like a shark's mouth. I know that's going to be a, a weird way to describe it, but that's kind of how it looked. And so it was very small. Um, and Coach was wasn't directly side stage. He was side stage, but down lower because that was just kind of the size and, and shape of it. Um, so, but it was it was really cool, and and so that was almost a, a canopy for Getty for his lights to be able to to project onto there, which which made for some super cool visuals. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I heard the tail end of soundcheck, um, which I, I heard uh, AIOU and them rehearsing so fresh, so clean, um, which was cool to hear. Um, you know, it was interesting because the, the people that were waiting outside at the time weren't really buzzing about what was going on there. And I, I was trying to figure out who it may be, you know, what, what song it was like, but th there wasn't much buzz about it, which I found interesting. You know, I think people were still expecting that Billy string sit in um, and yeah, right. uh, Jesse fats, uh, Billy's photographer was there last night. Um, which he said that uh, he, he was, I, I ran into him at one point and he said, um, you know, it was funny for him to be there. He wanted to be there just, you know, cause he loves seeing goose and shooting goose. The whole Billy crew flew out of Austin yesterday. Um, and they'll be back later in the week, I think for his second weekend performances. But yeah, he said it was funny that his presence there was just like, you know, stirring people again. So Neil, it's a good thing you didn't uh, try to expose another set in, another sit in last you night. Me off. I, I yeah. would have done that. Yeah. You should have taken a selfie with him, Ryan, and then sent that to Neil. <laughs> Let Neil run with should it. Have. I should have. But if you, Neil, if you would have went over two on 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 B strings sit in rumors, I mean, I don't know what that would have done to your reputation. You know, <laughs> would have destroyed my credibility. Really, there, there's uh, only so, so much, far that the <laughs> yeah, but there, there's only so far that the tray sit in picture can get you. You know, eventually, it's gonna run out. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, you know, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. The Billy Strings one, I was just passing it off. Uh, you know, lesson learned. I just have to be there for the, the time that the Billy Strings didn't happen. So that's what's, yeah. that's what it's got to go down. It, it'll happen. Uh, it'll so happen. was the venue as narrow as it looked yeah. to me? Yeah. Like, it looked like, I mean, like, you know, if you're in the first, like, five rows, you're amongst, like, maybe, like, a, 150 people. Uh, like, not even, you know what I mean? Like, you can't even, like, get towards the side. Mm -hmm. So I, I was like looking on Instagram last night and you were mentioning like coach being side stage there. It looked like they ate up a good amount of place where like, people would normally stand. Uh, there you go. News. Uh, thank you, Diesel Johnny, for that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so did it feel like, like kind of like cramped trying to get, get around up there or did you stay like right in front of the boards the whole time? I didn't move. None of us did. <laughs> And part of it too is I'm I'm sure it was completely oversold. So as as when we got there, we were one of the first ones in just because we'd happened lined up early. By we, I mean Ryan. Um, and we um, got to our spot, and maybe up by the stage it would be thirty people across. And so then by the yeah. time it filled up, maybe it's forty or fifty people across because it got really really tight. I mean, I, I spent most of the first set directly behind a guy who was right in front of my face. Not a lot of room for dancing, and I think that was just the nature of of the venue. Yeah, it was, so it was interesting when we got there and I saw the size of the place. I was like, this holds twenty five hundred people. Like, it seemed more like a you know thousand fifteen hundred capacity size venue. So it was it was interesting, but it was. It was absolutely packed. You know, I'm glad we, we got in when we did. I, we hit the merch line early and then got to our spot um, because like trying to move around during the show, even at set break, was just an absolute nightmare. Like it was just absolutely packed in, but not to the point where I think it really impacted a lot of people's show going experience. Like for us, at least we were able to carve out a little bit of space um, in our area uh, to dance and as we mentioned, you know, being able to hop up on the fence there um, and kind of get above the crowd a little was definitely nice. Was it so? What was it? Kind of a late arriving crowd, or were the delays getting? Because they started late. Mm -hmm. um, the, it, so they, they had a, they had a really good entry system. Where while we were lining up before doors started, they went through. They were checking people's tickets. They were checking people's bags, and we all got wristbands. And so when they opened doors, it was just like, all right, 
you know, hold up your wrist as you go by and, you know, people are just going in. So I think entry was easy. It was most people um, got there a bit later, which I think was a result of um, there were a lot of people probably coming from the festival, um, which ends at 10. Um, so that's why the, the show was starting then um, was so people coming from Zilker Park, which is not that far away, but, you know, they were coming over so they could get there for the show. So it, it, it definitely filled in right before showtime. And they, they went on at a pretty uh, regular time, which was nice. It was only 15 minutes after showtime. And, you know, I, I wasn't. Well, mm. well, but the problem with that was it resulted in a, in the shortest show of the tour because they were up against that, that hard curfew. So it was only, right. only clocked in at 140 minutes. So interesting. Um, that's why I was See, wondering it, if, if they, it didn't feel, it didn't feel short to me. Yeah, it didn't feel short to me, which is, you know, I, I'm normally really looking at the clock um, during shows like song length, uh, set length, whatever. But last night, I just, you know, I was just having a good time. Like, it also, it, it, that also could be impacted by the fact it was ending at one o'clock, right? So it, it gets later into the night. So maybe there's, there's a bit of a trick on the brain that way to think that, wow, this was long. It's almost one o'clock. Yeah. And they only, it looks like they only dropped one song off the set list, too, so... I mean, My eight pointer, of course. <laughs> yeah, and so it feels like maybe they they kind of knew that was going to be a short show. What they drop? Drip. Drip too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And AIOU and Empress got a little swap, but for the most part, it was intact. Drop the drip. Yeah. So should we talk drop about the, the music? Yes, yeah, let's talk do. about the music. Yeah. Um, Echo opener was great. Um, you know, my mom loves this song, so that was that was nice. It's always good to get uh, my mother approved songs. Um, <laughs> which there are, there are significantly more mother approved goose songs than there are mother approved fish songs. So, um, yeah, the, the, it was great though, you know, great 10 or 11 minute version, uh, to ease into the night. You know, I love it, Rob. Uh, no, I, I thought it was awesome. And I could hear our harmonies while you and I were singing side by side, uh, <laughs> in the venue. No, I thought they, it was a great opener. It was beautiful. Um, I'm really accustomed to Ryan calling songs when we're at fish shows. Um, so I, I like to think myself at really as really good at doing that. And Ryan is better than I am. And at goose shows, it was like they hadn't even played a note, anything. And he's he called, oh, they're playing Echo. What, how, how did you know? Like, And he did that, I think, four times last night. So yeah, um, he, he destroys group chat routinely. Uh, they, they have, on, they like, have nights. Yeah, no, they listen, they have um they have certain mannerisms or like intro little noodles that they do for certain songs. Sure. So I sure. No, I mean there's definitely some tips, right? Like when Peter does I mean you can see where Peter's standing and then like yes. it kind of narrows it down to like a few songs. Yeah. And if you kind of know what's gonna yeah. be played, I think you can kind of pull that off a little bit. Yeah. Not that yeah. I've like actually tried to do any of that, but um <laughs> Ryan seems to be good at it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was especially apparent when we got to the encore or the non-core um, with Empress, where somehow he started just jumping up and down, Empress, 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 and they hadn't done it. I know so. Neil knows the same thing at Gooseness. Uh, you know, Rick Rick turns around and starts doing this bounce thing. That and that uh, one too. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like um, okay, so Peter does the non-core talk. You see, you've got about fifteen minutes left. Peter's sitting at the keys i mean I, at that point what's it going to be you know what i mean narrows it down yeah yeah and like you know it's not white lights not white yeah and, and it wasn't t because he was on piano so yeah. it's like yeah they're, they're, they're right. clues but we're getting ahead of ourselves here sorry empress that Back was my the first fault. set uh everything must go um you know i think the three of us had all heard that song on the webcast uh last week when they debuted it but rob this was your first time uh hearing the song what what was your first impression of it uh, so I was just, it was interesting. I was listening to it. I liked the vibe of the song as it, as it started and they, they went through the main part of it. And, but I was really impressed with how they, where they took it after they got through the, the lyrics and the words of it. It was, um, it was exciting. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I find they can do that with most any song like it, you know, wherever they're at, they find a way to take it to a, to a nice peak. Um, so I really, uh, I really enjoyed it for the first time hearing it. Yeah, I, I thought this time around, I liked it a lot better than the first. And maybe it's just because I'm kind of more used to the song now. But there's mm -hmm. like a really nice section where Rick is doing like a nice little solo and Peter's right on the underside with the organ. And it just sounded great. It sounded really, really good this time. 
Because yeah. I think last time we talked about the song, I was saying it didn't feel very tight. This time it did. It, it felt like, you know, they got a couple more reps in before they played it. And I'm, I'm psyched about this song. You know, it's like a ballad and you're like, when a band introduces like a new ballad, probably like sometimes you're like, eh, you know, like, yeah, I guess it's exciting. This one I'm actually like pretty excited about hearing more. Yeah, definitely, definitely liked it a lot more um, this time around. Um, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. I mean, it sounded tighter, um, you know. And that's what they do, right? I mean, with with these new songs, you know, they're not afraid to not afraid to put it out there and um, and then make tweaks, um, no pun intended, um, as necessary. Um, so yeah, yeah, digging this one, you know. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great tune. And then we get Redbird next, which my brother was very, very excited about. Uh, he uh, he he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, enthusiastically sing uh, the straight burden the same way that we were doing, but uh, I noticed that he, he joined in on it. Um, yeah. But solid jam here as well. Around 15, 15 minutes or so um, sounded to me like spuds was doing a kind of like slower variation on the drip field drum beat um, during this jam, which I thought sounded really cool here. Um, but yeah. Solid version. Nothing, nothing crazy. Well, for, for myself, I I'd say better than solid, but I obviously don't, listen to every single version of every song like you guys do mm-hmm. um but i i thought it was really incredible where they took that jam to compared to what the composed part of the song is mm-hmm. it was and i thought they did some really interesting things through the jam where just just breaking it down and and doing some really really neat clever stuff and by the end of it i was like wow they got here from redbird that is super super impressive yeah so was there a straight burden video there, there is one. It's on Twitter. Oh, I, I haven't seen it yet. That's the video no. where somebody. That's the video where somebody replied and told me to stop singing at shows. Yeah, oh, and that was the Rockdale video. I well, the right. Rockdale video is really good. That, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, you're, like, you're really probably going. You probably need to unmute Ryan. Um, and <laughs> I, I do Ryan. have a problem with this. Like, there are people, and I've said this to you guys before. Like, I have to sometimes search for Jive's tweets. Like, they just don't show up in my feed. I don't know why. Uh, so I have to now go search out this week too. Yeah, yeah, pretty strong straight burden video. Um, you know, and look to be fair to Andy, that's tough. You know what I mean? It's like cameras in your face. Yeah. You know, but then you know Ryan and Dad are together, but then now the camera's on me and I'm all alone. <laughs> that's tough. You know, that's <laughs> tough. Um, I'd be a little, I'd be a little camera shy. I think there to, to let let my straight burden fly, but um, but yeah, yeah, solid effort. Um, you guys, that that was good. I was hoping to see, you know, mom in there too. So, I mean, I don't know what what you guys might get tonight um, in terms of family sing along, but I think we'd like to, if we could get the whole whole family in one shot. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, so I think that's probably what the people want to see. Tonight is actually my sister's first goose show. She just flew down from Toronto today, so she is not excited, um, but we are very excited for her. Yeah, based on things that you've told me before, I assume she's like not there to see Goose, and she's probably excited about some other bands. Or is, is she? She's all in on the Goose. Thing. She's here because we dragged her here. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm very excited for her to see Goose. You know. Um, but let, let let's get back to the show here. Um, right. State of the art comes out of Redbird. Um, I love this cover. My first time catching this live. Um, you know, another one of these more. I think more rarely played covers was this the the third time this year last time played peach and then before that in the in the spring in nashville um but yeah great great cover and yeah dad i know you you were at peach so you saw this then but did it feel different to you no i felt the same but because i had seen it before i knew what to expect and i i really love the way this song plays out right like it's just um and i i'm I'm pretty good with the lyrics on the no you're not well, the AEIOU part. <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> um, but it's but it's 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 kind of you know what what I find about these guys is is you know at times they're very poppy, which is you know and and this tune is is falls into that realm I think and um, I really enjoy it like it's just something you know considering I've spent so much time listening to Fish for so long along along with other bands and it started with Almonds and the Dead and stuff like that but. Um, you know, Goose takes me to a different place, and and I really love it. And and I've never I'd never been exposed to this song other than hearing it from them. And I I, I thought they did a great job with the last one. 
yeah, it's just an incredible vocal performance, right? And, and I think one thing that Goose does, aside from like a lot of other jam bands, is, and you guys have heard me say this before, so like I kind of sound like a broken record, is they can show up and execute a cover perfectly, right? So yeah. like, you know, they do AIOU and in a way that like, I think, you know, bands go out there and like non-jam bands and just like execute an amazing song and people pay like big money just to see that song, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, that's the, the case here. They, they just, they, they absolutely crush this cover and they do it perfectly well. It's just not like, you know, a band trying to pull off another band song. This is a band doing another band song very, very well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a killer song and, and Rick sings it so well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got nothing to add to that. I mean, it's one of my one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's talk about the animal. Um, another one of my absolute favorite songs. So happy to hear it last night. Um, you know, we, my dad and I, uh, we we've been playing it uh, a bit together, uh, which has been fun. But you know, my mom loves this song too. So another another just amazing you know family sing along moment there. Um, I don't. I think we got some video on that one somewhere. But um, it's it was just. It was great, you know, nice extended middle section again, second version in a row to do that. Um, I'm curious to see if they keep, you know, extending that and really kind of jamming it out um, or keeping it to this, you know, shorter. I think last night's, how, how long was last night's animal? Uh, let's see, 14 or 15. Yeah. I added a 15. Okay, yeah. So is this, the, what, is this the one where they, when, when they were in the jam and they would go, they, they kind of broke it down a little bit and then they'd build it back up? to go and they did that three or four times was that this jam i feel like it was could have been but none of you are recognizing me saying that so <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, that, yeah that, that was probably it yeah, yeah that be what else it could have been i, th- and, I uh, thought it was really cool the way they were doing that it was almost like um you know what it was almost like in uh in a way like in bowie at the end of bowie where fish kind of breaks it down before Trey goes into the right and builds up that it was kind of similar to that where they kind of broke it down a little bit and then built it back up again and then broke it down and built it back up. I thought it was, and, and the song awesome. is just so good. You know, the crowd was going crazy for it because how can you not? Yeah. I mean, it's just a great song, right? It's, it's I mean, it's a got song. an incredible hook to it. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, the jam in it is, is awesome. It's, it's a dancer. So it's, yeah. it's got, you know, all the elements of the song that's absolutely going to rip anywhere they, they place it. Yeah. No. And then, and what then what other get... song do you talk about Monkeys Abdominals? I mean, yeah, it's right. true. Exactly. It's true. And then to close out the set, we get uh, the sit-in, uh, So Fresh, So Clean, with Big Boy, Sleepy Brown, and DJ Cutmaster Swift. That's, oh. uh, that's who was on stage. Before we talk about that, um, yes. this is actually relevant. Like, did you hear in the animal, the, the offstage, like, yeah, yeah, like on the mics? We didn't, they but were, it probably happened. They were definitely, somebody had a mic in their hand and somebody was definitely digging that. I thought it was a sample. I thought it was a like, sample. Yeah. And then, then I started like listening a little bit closer and it wasn't the same sound every time. It was like a couple different kinds of yes. And then I realized that, you know, this was the song that, you know, they came out for the sit in so right. i was just curious if you heard it in the crowd or if it just showed up on the screen i did not hear um but that that's funny that you know you guys were able to hear it. we did see like there was uh like the dj table set up on the stage uh during the first set so i you know yeah figured it was you know obviously because i heard the sound check i knew uh what was coming but it, i didn't know you know whether it was going to be you know one person or you know and it was three people on stage but it was it was very very cool you know the band was digging it peter was dancing like they, they were all just having a great time it was it was really really cool that close-up video of peter dancing that you got was outrageously good i got a i got a good smile out of that this morning yeah it's it was a great one yeah that's uh yeah i mean that was that was fun for sure um i i, I do yeah i'd love to hear the backstory on mm-hmm. uh you know how what, that came uh, together you know Hear, hear the conversations around, um, you know, bring, bringing that, uh, bringing that collaboration to life. So, um, but we may, we probably never will. Um, but uh, but it's fu- fun to speculate on on how that came about. I mean, who knows? Was Shapiro involved? I mean, some people think think so. I don't know. You know, um, he wasn't is, there. So, you know, most most goose, um, you know, sit-ins tend to be, you know 
people from bands that, you know, one or more of, of Goose is a big fan of, you know what I mean? So um, I think Trevor's probably a big Outcast fan, you know? So, you know, maybe, maybe he's made some connections. I don't know. It's, uh, he was having a good time. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was having a yeah, good Rick time. Yeah, Rick looked like he was having a real good time in this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. he isn't usually that animated uh, out there, but, you know, we've been talking about this. He's a little bit more animated this tour and kind of, like, a little bit more expressive. Mm -hmm. uh, and in that one, I mean, he had the full-on, like, giant grin that he had for the, the trace in, in yeah. Radio City. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, and Rick, I was just going to say, Rick on background vocals um, for So Fresh, right. So Clean. Yeah. Um, as well. So, I mean, he was like slipping a little falsetto in there, like here and there, and it, like it sounded wonderful. Uh, like yeah. the actual music of it sounded great. Yeah. Uh, and then you know he dropped a little guitar in it in a couple spots, and like it all just fit perfect. Yeah. So um, I'll have to tell you guys this story some other time, but but it, it, what I was reminded of of last night um, was you know fish at the Brooklyn Bowl. Um, you know, with, with the big, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, fish. Um, where, wherever Jay-Z came on. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Just Stadium Brooklyn yeah. Keith Van Park. I, I, yeah. 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 Um, that's what I, so that's what I was thinking about last night. Cause I had, I had, I, I had a little bit of a tip as well in terms of kind of who was coming on last night. And, mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. And so my friend was at that, at that fish show. So I'll save it for another time, but, but, but pretty funny story about what you can do when you have that inside information. So yeah. And then they, right, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, it's not a good story actually. It's, it's more for, for just, just a smaller group um, at another time. So we have a really big group today. And then, uh, and yeah, yeah. Slightly smaller. Well, yeah. So, and that, and that closed the set, which was, you know, really yeah. fun. And I, I, I noticed, uh, you know, watching back the video of it that they posted this morning. Uh, Sleepy Brown was really digging on Trevor, uh, like, you know, what he was playing. He kept looking at Trevor uh, during the song, and then like fist bumped him like four times afterwards, like, <laughs> which was really cool. Nice. And, yeah, great baseline there. Well, you know, you, you speak about Trevor, but what, one of the things I'll tell you is um, I've said this to Ryan a whole bunch of times is, is to me, Trevor is the secret weapon of the band. I mean, he is so strong. And often when I'm listening at home, you know, he's part of the mix. But there, there were there were probably six or seven times last night where he just he just did something on the bass that it's like my head popped up and I'm like, oh, Trevor. Oh, my God. He's so mm -hmm. good. So Pretty I good. just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. And then, so we open up the second set, you know, set break was not too long. It was like 20 minutes or so. Um, but yeah, as, as you mentioned, you know, getting it in before curfew, um, but 28 minutes, but it was 28 minutes. Okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you're on showtime, man. It's not real time. It's not uh, real time. It's not well, past <laughs> like the way that real time does. Not at all. <laughs> True. I, I was looking at the clock to see how much time they had before curfew there. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad we were able to get in two sets still, like instead of just, you know, one hour and a half long set or whatever, you know, it may have been. Um, but Creatures, you know, I think this was the jamming highlight of the night for sure. They got into a really, really uh, cool jam um, on the back end of this. You know, great interplay between Rick and Peter. Peter playing some great piano, um, you know, while the rest of the band just holding down the groove. I thought it was great. Um, you know, not going to make my playlist, um, but still just really strong jam. Yeah, I, I agree. It was like right, right, right from the get go. It was it had great pace and um, had had a good chance to to move and dance to that one. I I really loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, go ahead, man. yeah no, not, I mean, yeah, not not much. I mean, good good solid creatures for sure. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of folks were um you know kind of feeling thriller um in there mm -hmm. which which we kind of we you said you know, that we'll, to me we'll, yeah yeah multiple yeah, we'll, times we'll, yeah 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 so i feel like i feel like we get that vibe um from time to time and um and yeah so yeah really really cool jam and i mean yeah your comments on trevor were a good segue into this because i mean this was another jam where he was you know really kind of thumping it out um especially kind of that that kind of mid late you know, section. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, good stuff. I think we were all, uh, pretty psyched to, to see that as a, as a second set opener again as well. So. Yeah. 
Always, always great in that slot. And then from there, we get Fish in the Sea. I was also very excited about this one. Hadn't caught it live yet. Um, one of my favorite covers from the band. Um, it was great. You know, at this point, I don't think I went into the second set expecting, you know, huge jams because I, I kind of looked at the show. It was like, oh, well, it's still kind of a festival show. Um, so it's just going to be, you know, a two-set festival show. And so, you know, different to how L.A. in August was kind of built like a two-set festival show, I think that one I didn't have the expectation going in. Um, and so some of the stuff maybe didn't land as well. But last night, you know, I went in with just like, you know, we're going to have a great time tonight. You know, they're going to, they're going to play. It's going to be fun. Um, and so, you know, getting, getting a cover and then something I knew wasn't going to jam huge, you know, later in the second set, like didn't mind it too much last night. I think it's like got to be the, the feeling whenever they, they do play Fish in the Sea. It's, it's never really gone anywhere truly to outer space. I guess like Bingo Tour was, uh, you know, you know, that Still kind the of goat. Like, um, yeah, you know, the, that kind of droning jam, which is like really cool, but doesn't need it too. Like this one's just a super, it's an awesome song. I heard it at my second two show and like, it, yeah, it still is a pretty special one for me. Uh, it just, it kills live too. It's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five five plays now for uh, for Fish in the Sea this year. So, oh, kind is of, that the most played cover? Uh, yeah, or is it's that tied. tied with Shaman now. Uh, yeah, and I think Electric Avenue um, also is five. up there too. I think oh. Electric Avenue six, maybe it's five. I don't know. Maybe it's five. Well, um, Dad, had you had you heard this song before? No. And what no. were your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was great. I I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you guys all touched on uh, the goodness of it and, and seeing it live. And listen, if I've tried to teach Ryan anything about going to live shows is you're at a live concert. So don't have expectations and just just enjoy the ride. Right. And so here's one. I, I don't recall hearing the song before and I, I really loved it. It was it was it was enjoyable. All right. Yeah. And then we get Rockdale uh, with Griffin uh, from Dawes on drums. They really like playing with the guys from Dawes, and the guys from Dawes really like playing with them, I think. You know, they've had Taylor um, guest a bunch of times. Rick played with Dawes uh, at that All In Festival in early September. Um, you know, this Rockdale was just great. Obviously, you know, you guys mentioned the video of the, the two of us singing. Um, this is also one of our favorite songs to play uh, at home together. So, you know, really awesome to catch it live together again. Also one of my mom's favorite songs. Um, it was just it was fun. Really uh, fun. So Jeff, Jeff was on guitar too, and I thought I heard him. You know, I wouldn't say taking leads, but he it wasn't like he was just playing rhythm, was it? He he was he was actually he's a guitar with, player. Yeah, Jeff yeah. does it all. Yeah, he does it all. I mean, he's yeah. a he, um, yeah, he gives guitar lessons. I mean, I don't know if he does anymore now that he's you know now that these guys are all you know millionaires. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, I, I know. I know he has a history of giving guitar lessons. You know, and then obviously, you know, you know, an accomplished stand-up bass player, drummer. Yeah, I mean, well, he does it all. That's a great segue sax. into if you want to he hear more sax, right? about Jeff and everything that he's doing. Uh, there's an episode of We Move Through Stormy Weather that comes out tomorrow with Jeff. Uh, amazing we can't get through an episode of anything without like ryan plugging something uh you should yeah ryan that's a goodness out there (laughs) ryan ryan you should you you should at least ask one of us to to do that because when you do it yourself i mean just i wasn't planning on it but it it came up you should add your dad do it exactly i should have a shameless plug for for ryan's beautiful content so tomorrow look for look for that I'm personally really looking forward to this one. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, What's and, it on? And it's an episode of We Move Through Stormy Weather. Help me out. What is what is that? That's my other podcast. <laughs> storm so, Sound. Uh, it's all under the Storm Sound umbrella, you know. So back, back to the back, show here. Well, well and yeah. back, back to what you were saying about Jeff and just being able to play guitar and teach or whatever. It's one thing to be able to play an instrument. It's another thing to insert yourself into a going concern. So obviously he knows how to do that, playing the percussion and all, but, you know, to add an extra guitar and plus the piano, but like it can get very busy very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I thought from what I could hear, Jeff just, he added extra. He just didn't play guitar for the sake of playing a guitar. So he had a spot on stage. It was, mm. I, I was impressed with that. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's good that you mentioned that because there, there there literally was a moment he he did a he did a real you know um, tasteful you know fill at some point, and I was like, oh mm -hmm. okay, where yeah, kind of your same thought. Okay, he's not up there just holding that thing with the volume turned down. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. he's 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 adding to the song. So yeah, that was great. Well, well listen, I, Miles Davis used to say, right, like music is the space between the notes. And, I, and I, I've been accused when I've been playing, not that I'm anything more than, than a hack with the kids and some friends, whatever, but of playing too loud and, and, you know, you get excited and you keep playing. But it really is an art form to find your spot and become a part of the whole as opposed to forcing your way in. And mm -hmm. so that, that he did a great job. Super cool. So um, yeah. don't 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 let Rob here tell you that he's a hack because I've he's seen the, I've seen the family yeah. band. Um, in fact, I tuned in the first time I, I saw the band uh, was a lot. It was happening live on YouTube, and I think Ryan and I were in the early stages of our you know blossoming friendship and uh, you know professional partnership. Yes, and uh, bracket and business. so. I can't, I can't remember what, I can't remember what you guys were playing. I mean, it was definitely a fish song yeah. and sorry, Andy, but uh, so Andy fell, fell off the stool. Oh I mean, yeah. We were playing tweezer. Yeah. Okay. He fell off the stool. And I, mean, I literally like tuned in and then that happened 30 seconds later. And I was like, I was like, Oh, this is like, it's a, it's, it's real. It's a family. Yeah. It's like a whole family, like comedy, you know, music routine. It's this is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was funny but yeah backyard show some type yes. of backyard show yeah live from the yeah. backyard i have seen that too yeah i didn't watch it live though you have to admit it's, it's out there it's out but there. you guys yeah. had fun in the rockdale uh, i think everyone knows or everyone who wants to know can know you can find the video on twitter yeah. um and you guys are having a blast uh you made me like have fun just watching you guys so thank you awesome. it, we try <laughs> yeah after rockdale we get yeti which is you know Yeti itself, uh, you know, strong Peter guitar solos always, um, you know, again, keeping that dance party energy going. But then 726, um, one of the highlights of the set for me, you know, not a particularly standout version of the song, but it's just such an incredible song. Yeah. And I, I just, I love it so much. Yeah, just, um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you always love it. And uh, yeah, I think we're getting a good, I think I think we're getting a really good rotation now of mm -hmm. you know set to you know ballads and and yeah, yeah so so keep that coming because you know I was just I think um, I think yesterday you know I was I was listening to to the recent Your Ocean and I mean dude I, I I'm I'm not gonna lie I I I rewound that and and played it twice in a row I mean yeah. it's there there was a time where I think we were not getting that very often and we were not in you know, and even still a little bit but like not getting no, there were a couple see of, very often yeah and so i feel like it's picking up a little bit like to see a rise you know get continue to get more plays yeah um but yeah yeah good stuff seven two six i feel like c is in a different category than stuff like arise seven two six in your ocean though because c is also a jam vehicle in itself um, i think these other tunes are just really really great second set ballads and yeah i agree you know seeing them on a, on a tighter rotation is awesome. You know, 726 had a couple of, you know, 15 show gaps this year. Um, and so I'm glad they're kind of, they're, they're playing it more frequently now. Well, yeah, well, I have... mean, it's, it's exciting. You know, there's two plays of 726 so far in this tour. Um, and, you know, sometimes you only get two plays of 726 in a whole tour. Um, mm -hmm. So let's hope we're seeing it more. And it's not just like a coincidence, like early on. Yeah. And I, I don't remember hearing the song before, but but actually experiencing it next to Ryan, who was so into it and loving it and absorbing it. It was it, it made it one of my favorite goose tunes like instantly just because it was it was it was amazing to watch. So great, 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 great concert experience moment for me. Mm -hmm. It's it's actually it's really nice to have someone on here saying just so many consistently nice things about ryan i mean I, maybe we maybe we should try it more neil because it actually sounds really good coming from someone else yeah i'm not biased uh, either yeah we should have uh, Ryan more often that, that's the answer there right you know just to balance this out um so yeah agree with michael there yeah yeah and ryan said that too yeah maybe because it was on the album 
Um, but yeah, so after seven two six, you know, Peter let us know about the non core, um, and then you know, Rick turned around to Spuds, did his little bounce, uh, and I knew I knew it was coming. Just like Neil, I think I reacted very similarly to how I reacted at Goosemas. Um, yeah, my arm still hurts. Yeah, um, from you grabbing my arm. <laughs> I think it's a permanent injury at this point. But yeah, no. Was, yeah, uh, I, I, I was very excited. I was I was very excited. I you know one of my favorite Goose songs. I love it. Uh, Great way to end it. Can we talk about the non-core again? Because we really, yes. you know, get the heck out of yeah. the step horse. Um, the noun or the verb? Uh, yeah, so uh, parts of speech aside and, you know, uh, pedantic uh, copy editing. Um, hashtag goose teachers. <laughs> yeah, hashtag goose teachers. Uh, I, you know, I corrected it on the Facebook post. And I realized before you pointed it out, but none of that matters. In the court of public opinion, I am now wrong. So I will accept that and move on. But no, so like, the, the idea of the non-core is an amazing thing, right? So they could have left the stage, they could have come back, they could have done like a four minute song and everyone would have been like, eh. you know, and they all could have gone on their way. But you got, what was that, 16 minutes of, of Empress? And to me, mm-hmm. why bother walking off the stage if you can have that instead of something yeah. that's not so satisfying? I, I mean, it's just, it was a good call, it was a great call. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing, right? It's It's not, you know, it's not always a matter of, oh shit, you know, we've only got, you know, seven minutes till curfew. Cause a lot of times when they, when they've non-cored in the past, it, it, many times that's the case, right? It's like, oh, but we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're cutting it so close. Yeah. Um, like they theoretically you know, had time yeah. to walk we've got seven or eight minutes. Back. So yeah. So last night it, it was more a case of, we really want to play Empress and, you know, so to, so if we walk off, then, you know, we can't, and we've got to, you know, choose something else or whatever, but, you know, which they, but, you know, there's a lot of choices, um, you know, for, for a 12 minute encore, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, they just, they really wanted to play Empress. So, I, so that's the part I like about it is, you know, yeah. Non-core if, if, if you have to, to get to play what you want, you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times that is, you know, it's like the, it, it's those 15 minute songs that they want to encore. And that's a, that's a special encore. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, so that's the that so yeah, I you can't go zero arguments with with that choice and, and yeah, happy with it all the time. Now I, I I'm I'm in the camp too. That's like eh, I mean you know, you know what's the point? You know what I mean? Stay up there, soak in a little bit of applause if you want. You know what I mean? What during your non-core announcement and and just get back to business. You know? Yeah. And they they clearly they clearly had discussed it and planned it in some way because Peter once the other song had ended, Peter was was immediately on the mic saying. We're not going anywhere. Let's pretend that mm-hmm. we left the stage and came back. So, then you know, I, I'm with you guys. Keep it going, especially when it can be a long one like that. Yeah, it was, it, it and, and it was great. I thought, I mean, it it had a little bit of everything that that jam, right? Like it was, you know, and and recognizing the fact that as they were going and it was building, that there was more time left that they could take it as long as they did was was also pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to kind of underscore. Uh, Jive's point there. This wasn't a situation like Swansea 2021 where they were just flat out running out of time. Like this yeah. was like this was a choice. It was the right choice. And yeah, you guys got a killer song out of the deal. Uh, instead of like you know just a a cover, they could have come out and did like I don't know, you know, Rock the Casbah and just like walked off right. And I don't know, this would be more fun. Casbah for next it. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. For Jeff, birthday, it was just a yeah. cover that immediately came to mind. But yeah, yes. anything like that. It's fair. yeah, like a, like a quick cover, you know, pina colada, if you will. Yeah, um, like escape. So that, that's a really good example. So you, you could have had escape, or you could have had sixteen Empress minute Morganos. Empress. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking it's, it's a clear, time. it's a very clear choice. Uh, which one, you know, is the right move there? But you know, that's that's this show. We're we're very excited to see him again at ACL, and you know, just a four hours now, um, and then you guys can webcast it three hours after we see it, uh, which is. Very interesting. Oh, but yeah. The webcast is at like ten thirty. Yeah, Central, the webcast is not live. <laughs> yeah, There's so spoilers in chat. I swear. To God. Well, it, it, if if yeah, you guys would it. prefer, I will not post anything. <laughs> well, so there's some there's some people. Uh, I know I know there were people streaming, uh, doing fan streams last night. So, I'm I'm somewhat confident that that there'll there'll, there'll be a fan stream today. Um, 
So then you can watch it you know, again. We'll with, check that you know, out. Hey, audio we, we, we should probably do a real quick, you know, fancy update just because, you know, I mean, that's, we should, we, we've know, got aspiring kind of fantasy player, like Rob Storm here as well. How'd you do last night, Rob? I think I had 16. I, um, last night was tough. Mm-hmm. I had, I had animal echo. Echo was my seven. I think animal was six and I hit my five too. I think you beat these two. You beat these other two guys last no, night. I no, I, mean, I had I hit you know red. I had red bird and uh, animal is eight and seven, and then I had Empress for three. So I think I eighteen. I think I that's respectable. That's respectable. I think I had eighteen. I overthought. check the spreadsheet. Big time on this one. I, I left out anything that I thought they were going to play today, which right, like you know, that was spoiler, They're going to play Hot Tea Arcadia and the the Drip Tick today. I think everybody oh, knows that just... and Silver Rise like. I mean, if hey, you look at the people out there who have picks in yeah. there, people haven't done their picks, Neil. So don't, uh, no, know, no helping. Tune into AT Pop for, for like. You guys aren't going to ask me how I did last night? Uh, listen, uh, no, listen no, nobody me. cares. I'm looking nobody at the tour <laughs> rankings. I'm looking at the tour rankings. I'm currently in sixth, which I did not realize I got up that high. So I'm very happy with how I'm doing right now. I'm only 11 points out of first place. Kev is ahead of me by seven right now. Um, but I'm ahead of both of you, schmucks. So. Hey, hey, so I'm all the way up to 13th. Uh, it seems like just a couple of days ago, I was in like 110th. <laughs> um, you guys were making jokes about how you scro- you just couldn't find, you kept scrolling, but you couldn't find me. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just, just making just making big moves each night. You know, I think it was 110 to like 76, up to like 50, then up to like 31, and then, and then now up to 13. So, you know, it's like we said before, you know what I mean? The, the cream tends to rise to the top. Uh, on these tours once you get once the shows start piling up you know what i mean um so yeah i I I think i haven't spent as much time as you guys uh looking at the history on the fantasy goose page but it seems the history only shows the end of the tour results it does not show what happens in the middle so it doesn't matter how you get there as long as it's true this is why this is why neil is our ranking runner-up right now hey uh yeah (laughs) i finish high every time you know Oh, you're I high. Won a couple Every- seasons, but I won a couple <laughs> seasons in a row. Uh, you know, I've played two out of the last four seasons, so I'm not worried about you guys. Um, everybody knows I got the good picks. You know, I had a couple like yeah, you know, off seasons. Is, is there a way to see? Neil, I know, I know you're a, I know you're a big tech guy um, too. So, is there a way to see? So, what? How many players do we have right now? Like 170 players. Is there a way? For for you to look up how many people were playing when you won? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's relevant. I think what matters right, is might like be you like and 30. Ryan Yeah, there's like 30, like 32. That's, that's all that matters is that you lost. Uh, last, night, last night we had 133 playing. So it's awesome. See, people start, to, people start to fall off. You know what I mean? Um, it's tough. <laughs> that, that's, it's a grind. You know what I mean? It's a grind. And you've got to wake up every day thinking about you know, hey, what's what's going on tonight? Is it show yeah. day? You know what I mean? What time are doors? What where's my spreadsheet? You know what I mean? I gotta make updates from last night's show. I gotta start, you know, running my algorithms. I mean, oh, it's yeah. you know, not everybody can do that every day. Or yeah. you can do it like me and just pick eight eight songs. And have like the same results. <laughs> yeah, that that is the best part. You've been doing like you've been doing pretty well this tour. <laughs> What else are you guys gonna to see today? Are you gonna to see any other bands at ACL, or are you just you're gonna do Goose? Well, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see the the Chili Peppers. I know they're the headliner, and so that's. But uh, uh, yeah. last time I saw them, I think it was in ninety ninety four ninety five, and it was an incredible show. So if they're you know even, I I hear I've heard great things about this tour. So I'm I'm super excited to see them. Yeah, Peter might be right there with you. I know he's a huge huge Chili Peppers fan. Yeah, so. yeah, incredible mm-hmm. stuff. So. I'm wondering if we're going to get any any Goose members sitting in with with any other bands. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about that too. I don't know, you know, how many bands playing today at least are you know like Goose peers or friends of them. Um, you know, like I would say, like you know, obviously the Billy Strings speculation, but Billy's not in Austin right now, and he'll be gone by the time Goose gets back next weekend. Um, yeah. So when's Big Boy set? Big yeah. Boy was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. Okay. You know, Goose does find a way to sit in with bands that like it doesn't even make any sense at all. Like the Lucius stuff, I don't think anybody yeah. would have seen that coming. You could have looked at like 
the lineup and said, like, out of all these bands, who they're going to sit in with, and Lucius might have been one of the last. So I thought I saw somebody say yesterday the Marias, who were actually on the same stage as Goose just before them, was someone to see. Cool. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens, but I, I'm excited for tonight. Uh, we'll be back right here tomorrow, same time as always, uh, to talk about tonight's festival set. Um, looking forward to it. Then we've got, you know, five more shows, and then that's it for fall tour. And then, you know, to boost on the horizon. But uh, very happy that I was able to have my dad on. Uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, Rob, on, for, Rob, for being on. Maybe tomorrow we, you know, we'll get like you, we'll get your mom on. I. Why not? I, I or Joey we'll get, or Andy. Or just, or maybe we we'll just do, do a whole family, you know, a family, a family, family segment. Right. Yeah, you guys could all sit on the couch together. <laughs> do a wide shot. Yeah. Come on, let's Listen, do it. Listen, we're, we're going to be we're going to be doing that. Uh, yeah. We're going to be doing that for Goosemas, so. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're going. Uh everybody have a fantastic rest of your day. Um we'll catch you here tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.